This week on a brand new Minnesota Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite quarantine snacks. Hello and welcome to a delicious mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bramley. I am Jonathan Nyam 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 Rooney Taylor. And this week, uh, hot off the heels of last week's episode where we discussed Kill Bill Volume 1, we're going in the complete opposite direction by discussing... Revive Jared Volume (laughs) 2. No! No, 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 no! Yeah, no, no, it's a a Christian propaganda movie. We gotta get into it. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo's in it. (laughs) Dean Cain's in it. Now I'm Kirk Cameron. Scott Bayo. Now I'm just imagining a movie with all those people about like them proving that Jared the subgay, subway guy wasn't a pedophile. Uh, buddy, I don't know if you've seen Jim Caviezel's hot new conspiracy that just dropped. Oh no. I have, yes, yeah. The erstwhile Jesus actor is getting all in on the 5G microchip bullshit. Oh, uh, it's even better nice. than that. There's an underground ring of Satanists who are torturing children to death to harvest the adrenal gland to make yes. drugs. Yeah, it's an update uh, of the old Pizzagate thing. I want some of these kid adrenaline drugs. They have cocaine. We've already invented cocaine. <laughs> Also, yeah, I would, but that makes my nose hurt. <laughs> and also, they've like, made a way to that... smoke it, Patrick. No, it's all taken lie. care of. Yeah. Also, like synthetic adrenaline, like adrenochrome, exists as a drug. It plays a large plot point towards the end of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's uh, the thing is that the again, it's it's the Pizzagate thing, but it's like I don't know, the pedophilia didn't stick. We need something more reasonable, I guess. Adrenal gland drug torture? Oh, they've been doing that for years. That's been an old Hillary Clinton thing that the Q people have been trying to put out. Is that mm. they're like literally eating the fucking adrenaline glands of children to make them live forever. Never mind the fact that Hillary Clinton has visibly aged from the 80s until now when she was in the public eye. Never mind the fact that, you know, yeah, when, they went to co- when they went to Cosmic Pizza, there was no basement. Yeah. I wonder why. Because there was no basement. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just a... <laughs> You guys are accusing them of making all this pedophile stuff up about Congress, but there's Matt Getz looking right at you. <laughs> Trafficking here's... underage girls. Uh, yeah, and here's the difference. He's not doing it conspiratorially. <laughs> That's true. He's That's right, right up front about it. He's right on I mean... Venmo. <laughs> I mean, Patrick. Patrick, isn't it always the thing that you you uh, you accuse the people of doing the crimes that you yourself are guilty of? Right. Like that's the the family values conservative party has spent years talking about how the Republicans want to like take away your you know the nuclear family and everything and and our our you know, liberal hedonists. And meanwhile, every time there's a sex scandal, it's just like, well, he was a former pastor who became a, who became a Republican senator. Right, with yeah. the lone exception of Anthony Weiner. <laughs> yeah. No right, Again, and Elliot Spitzer. He just didn't do it conspiratorially. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they were all the, right up there in the open. 
Yeah, as long as you do it in the open, you're fine, Patrick. That's I think the thing we've learned from the Trump era. <laughs> well, I think is that is that if you just invisible uh, a view of human beings grab women by their genitals, then it's totally fine as long yeah. as you own up to it. Well, that's like the law of Fifth Avenue, right? Like anything you do there stays on Fifth Avenue. What? You could just shoot a man. Nobody will predict about, you of anything. Oh, I thought, that, I thought that was the law of Las Vegas. When I think Fifth Avenue, I'm thinking of that delicious knockoff Butterfingers bar. <laughs> <laughs> the Fifth Avenue bar. Speaking, Speaking of Fifth of, Avenue bars, where <laughs> Jesus Christ, we got real, real deep politically there. I don't give a shit. Fuck Republicans. They're all monsters and ghouls, and I hope they've... Their fucking assholes drop out of their butts. I hope they all get prolapses and rickets. So anyways. <laughs> I feel like it's okay to I just to wish hope they get it's, rickets. It's I okay go, for, you go look, too far, sir. No, look, it's perfectly what okay to... decorum. It's perfectly okay to wish rickets on people because A, it's reversible, and B, uh, it will know who they are because they get that weird, like, bow-legged, bow like, thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought we'd know who the people with rickets are because they go crying back to Jake Arietta. Oh! It's a uh, it's a dark time to be a Cubs fan right now. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a sports thing. Yeah, that it's was a sports a, thing. That gotcha. was a Mark's baseball team sucks joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean the White Sox had that great no hitter the other day. Yeah. They also had that game where their drunken idiot of a, a senile manager started throwing position players out to pitch in the seventh inning. Yeah, Tony Larusa. Why, oh God, <laughs> did we do that? <laughs> I know, guys. You hear about this NFL data rights owners genius sports closes a $1.5 billion merger? I love every time Patrick and I bring up sports now. John has to Google. He just Googles sports. Right. The first thing that pops up is his thing. Guys, I'm hearing uh, a lot of heat about this U.S. sports origins of Europe soccer super league. <laughs> Let's dig into that. Uh, well, John, you'll, you'll you'll be happy to know that Chelsea FC actually just pulled out of the European Super Soccer League. Yeah, because at a time yeah. like this, where oh, yeah. power ranking Kentucky's available point guard <laughs> options, yeah, yeah, John, you never know, man. You never know what's going to go on in the world. You got to hey, get those point of- guard options, man. Now, speaking of the speaking Glazers of are just trying to get out of European soccer because the new hot owners are Mac and Ryan Reynolds. That's true. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds is buying everything. He's got a cell phone company, a gin company, a soccer team. So here's something that I didn't learn until pretty recently. Did you know that Ryan Reynolds used to be married to Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, I did know that. I thought yeah, they I had no still idea. Or no? No, he's married to Blake Lively. Oh, and, and she's, she's about to, to get married from to Colin SNL, Jost. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Scarlett yeah. Johansson is about to marry the blandest man in SNL history, which is saying something for a show that has had people so bland, I don't know their names. True facts. <laughs> True facts. Fantastic. So now, uh, let's let's move on, finally, now that we've got all the sports and politics out of our brains, to the this week's mini-sode uh, <laughs> topic, favorite quarantine snacks. That's right, the 
goddamn coronavirus won't go away. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, people are starting to get vaccinated. Numbers will probably start to go down soon, uh, provided the country doesn't turn into one big Florida, uh, which is a distinct possibility, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, numbers are actually higher now than they were at the very start of quarantine. So. Yes, yeah. that's <laughs> very yeah. unfortunate. Trending up um, all around us, it's bad news. Yeah, anyways. Guys, because we have the vaccine. So it's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Exactly. It, it exists. So you don't have to wait for it to get to you. It just well, has to two, exist. We did yeah, it. There are two, there are two we many Operation people. Warped Speed, and now here we are in, I don't know, the Delta Quadrant, I guess. Look out for them, Borg. One <laughs> yes, of them's John, a hot lady. Just, just like Star Trek Voyager, we are lost in space, and we don't know what to do with the rest of our lives. And it will probably take us 70-plus years to get back to normal. Ooh, but it does turn out that this whole thing has been a hologram played by William Riker. Fancy. No, shit, that was Enterprise. God yes. damn. All right, start over. Hi, I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Waka, waka, waka. It's <laughs> Anyways, me, quarantine still exists. We still have to stay at home. So this week we're discussing our favorite quarantine snacks. You know snacks. They're them things which you eat between full meals. Or and sometimes in lieu of during meals. meals. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes immediately after meals. You know the ones. Sometimes as an appetizer to meals. Mm. Uh, so anyways, let's go around the horn, finally, and discuss our favorite <laughs> quarantine snacks. Uh, Patrick, we'll start with you. What's your favorite quarantine snack, Ben? You know, I'm going to go with the homemade Rice Krispie Treat. Also, wow. double the butter, double the better. Yes, yep. absolutely. I'm a firm believer that the Rice Krispie Treat suffers in, in many ways from people who make it from not being savory enough. Oh, yeah. There should be a mix of marshmallowy and buttery in that Rice Krispie treat. Oh, yeah, and a little bit of salt so that it's sweet and it's gooey and it's crunchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, so what are good. your feelings on other breakfast cereals being used for these treats? You know, I'm, f- I'm for it. I'm thought, 100% for oh, it. I'm for a great it 100%. Idea. And I tried some, and I got to say I was less happy about the results. Well, like, what'd you try? What- Cheerios, for instance. Oh, God, what are you on? Oh, no, 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 no. No, here's the key. Here's what you do it with. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Hell yeah. Here's what you do it with. Lucky Charms. Marshmallows on marshmallows, baby. Mm. All right, all right. That's not bad. The other one I tried was Cocoa Krispies. That uh, looked unappetizing. Cocoa Krispies is good. Fruity Pebbles is my my good choice for that. I can imagine the the Cocoa Krispies looking unappetizing, but still tasting delicious. Oh, yeah, they were great. I would say that they uh, you almost lose the cocoa, though, so it's pretty much just a Rice Krispie treat that looked kind of like a turd. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know what you could do? Add a little bit of cocoa. Oh, yeah, to the marshmallow part. Yeah, Yeah. true. Darken it up. Look at us. So, were yeah. they were they regular Cheerios like the unsweetened cardboard bullshit? Like not even Honey Nut, like the ones they feed to babies so they'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think they were. Yeah, yeah, they were regular Cheerios, and they were off nah, brand at that. You got to go Honey Nut at least. <laughs> I guess it's fair. That would have been better. Like Fruit Loops would have been acceptable. It would have been a bad idea, but I could at least see where you're coming from. It would have been colorful. This is just the month of Patrick being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. 
I think I was right about most things in last week's podcast. Welcome back to Patrick's Sanity Corner. Oops, it's opposite day. Oh, no. I mean, we are recording this on April 20th. Ingest your cannabis. Woo-woo. It's legal in most places. I was going to say, the one thing that I am really hoping happens now that it's getting decriminalized and legalized and more mainstream is I hope to fucking God we can just get rid of all the shitty cutesy poo little drug euphemisms we've got do you partake wink wink i don't want any cannabis right now no thank you it's not even that you're offering me cannabis it's that you have to do this like fucking bullshit speakeasy code nonsense just be a grown-up just fucking be an adult yeah all, all you gotta do is be like hey man you want to hit this you want you want to hit this joint you want to take a toe yeah right <sighs> Kids. Hey, man. Hey, pack a bowl, stupid. We're getting high. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> right? I, I like that. That one tickled me. Yeah. That's acceptable. Uh, I like it. All right, so Rice Krispie Treats. I dig it, Patrick. Well done. That's a good one. John, how about you? What uh, favorite quarantine snack? So this, there are two answers to this. Are we talking daytime snack or... Way too late at night snack. Oh, give me both answers. Give me both answers. Yeah, let's take both. Daytime snack is something that Caitlin and I used to do when we would go to the movie theater and we would bring back all that popcorn that would go stale immediately. Mm -hmm. You spread it out on a baking sheet and you drizzle it with chocolate and you put it in the freezer till it hardens up. Delicious. You get the buttery, you got the salty, you got the chocolatey. Uh, Sometimes we'll do like white chocolate and it'll be like more of a... Like a harsher sweet than the like cocoa chocolate. Right. Uh, both are very delicious and it's real good. It's snackable. It breaks apart. It like has good crisp and the chocolate gives it good give and it is a very delicious. My like dirt bag, oh God, it's like 1030 and I am absolutely committed to not falling asleep anytime soon is I go out to my toaster oven. I get out a store-bought tortilla. I put an uncomfortable amount of shredded cheese on it. Mm, I slap yeah. that son of a bitch mm-hmm. in that toaster oven until it's all melted and crispy, and I immediately pour in slightly too much barbecue sauce and fold oh. that son of a bitch up. I did not see that coming. Nice. So, yeah, I thought you were going to say hot sauce for sure. No, no, no. Well, maybe hot sauce salsa? can... Hot sauce can be an accompaniment to the barbecue sauce, but I'm going to be real honest. This whole thing is just a delivery service for the barbecue sauce. (laughs) Wow. So you're talking about making open-faced quesadillas. Correct. But then he folds it, so it's the one tortilla Yeah, well, I kind of like wrap it almost like, uh, so you start the burrito fold, but then you roll it real thin like a cigar, so that it all stays in, but it's it's almost like a, a... like a taquito. Uh, taquito, thank you. I kept ah, wanting okay. to call it uh, Tostitos, and I knew that was yeah. wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, wow. Look at you. So you made some nice homemade snacks, too. I like it. Uh, Mark, favorite quarantine snacks. I also have two answers to this. Uh, my daytime snack has been um, an uh, uh, uncomfortable amounts of like dry roasted peanuts. Ooh, I love that though. That's good stuff. Yeah, just salty fucking peanuts and just like chowing down on peanuts. Sometimes if I've got like 
M&M's or chocolate chips hanging around, I'll throw a few of those in there. Ooh, like, like a little trail mix going on. Yeah. Yeah, some gorp, basically. Um, but for nighttime, which is the right time, <laughs> for pudding. So Ooh, fucking pudding. I am so I am a chocolate pudding fanatic. I love chocolate pudding. Gotta get it's that the, skin on it. It's the only pudding I will eat. I will not eat any other flavor of pudding besides chocolate pudding. I love chocolate pudding. Are you homemaking or are you buying cups? So here's the thing. For my entire life, for the most part, I've been a, a cup guy. Yeah, okay. Just buy the cups, the snack packs or whatever, the hunts, the the jello, whatever. Sometimes I'll get the little like powder and make it, you know, the instant pudding and do that. But it never turns out good. Mm-hmm. In quarantine, I began making my own pudding from scratch. <gasps> and I have been finding multiple recipes for this. I've tried it a bunch of different ways. I've tried uh, recipes that thicken with cornstarch. I've tried es- recipes that thicken with eggs, um, which I can't quite get right. They always end up a little gritty. You got to temper um, those eggs. Yeah, so... Uh, or after you, little... like, if you strain the egg mixture before you, like, That's mix the it thing. with the rest I, of the thing. Because I have been tempering the eggs. I just didn't mm. strain them yeah, yeah. very well. So they always end up a little gritty. Um, but for me, the best recipe I found, uh, it's very simple. It's just milk, cocoa powder, sugar, salt, a dash of vanilla, or what I've been using is a dash of cognac. Because mm. I don't... I don't have vanilla, and I don't feel like paying $8 for, like, five milliliters of vanilla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a tiny airline bottle of cognac that was given to me as a gift, and a splash of that is perfectly enough. Uh, and then, yeah, you just cook that until it starts to boil, and that's pretty much it. It's really, really simple. And you thicken it up with cornstarch just when it gets hot, and you just let it go, and then you put it in the fridge for a little while. It's rich. It's thick. It's delicious. I add a little uh, espresso powder to it, like powdered espresso or powdered coffee, just to add some richness to it. It also helps amplify the chocolate flavor. Uh, And now what I do is I, because the only coffee machine that we've got right now is a Keurig, which I hate, but the Keurig coffee doesn't taste very good. So now I just put two whole teaspoonfuls of espresso powder in my coffee already to make it more coffee-y. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, and now I, I use that instant coffee for everything. I put it in my pot roast. I put it in... Like, put it I in your put chili. It, like, yeah. yeah, put it in the chili. Yeah. Uh, put it on like meat and stuff like that. Oh, it's the best. I love instant coffee, but chocolate pudding has been my go-to snack. It's... The raddest. Nice. Nice. Uh, so that's going to do it, finally, for this mini-soda. <laughs> hey, when you edit out all that bad stuff, we'll be down to a reasonable length. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> You're going to leave in my sweet Shea Stadium tangent, though, right? Uh, maybe. It depends on how close it is to the objectionable things we talked about. <laughs> in fact, let's just leave that area just blank. For the running yeah. time, and then right. audience, you at home, imagine what we said. Yes, yeah. that's right. And think I'll tell you what. all the terrible things you think, audience. Then write those down on a 3 by 5 note card <laughs> and mail it to... Mail it to, to Joseph R. Biden, 123 <laughs> White House. Yeah. America, USA. He may respond. He gets confused. <laughs> that's true. Uh, or he might just shoot you in the leg, Jack. He will definitely negotiate with you, no yeah. matter who you are. 
Listen, yeah. the important thing to remember is that nothing's going to fundamentally change. What are you talking about? The grown-ups are in charge, Patrick. The grown-ups. <laughs> All right. Uh, for this Minnesota Body Council beer, I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney-Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get podcasts from. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Check us out on Facebook. Find us on Twitter at BodyCountCast. Or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com. We've been doing this for so long, I've never actually spelled out the email of this podcast. It's BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com b-o-d-y-c-o-u-n-t-s-a-n-d-b-e-e-r at gmail.com I'm not going to spell that part why is it so long? why did I do this to myself? it doesn't matter just email us about anything please we're desperate for your contact we love you well I I, I mean maybe I don't know if you're somebody we know we're, we're grateful. Whatever. This is over. <laughs>